If you want a sign that humanity's still got it going on. The people are revolting. Welcome to People Are Revolting, a daily dose of disobedience. First up in this revolting roundup is a piece written by Annie Mapp and published at WFLA.com. Content warning, this piece relies on statements by the police who are notorious for lying. Polk County activists are calling for answers after a video posted on social media shows a man punched by a Lakeland police officer several times. The incident happened during an arrest on December 18 when 36-year-old Antoine Glover was pulled over for not wearing a seatbelt. A strong smell of marijuana prompted officers to ask Glover to step outside the vehicle. According to an affidavit, Glover created a struggle when officers asked him to place his hands behind his back. The affidavit states Glover resisted arrest and placed an officer in a chokehold. In a video obtained by 8 on your side, Glover is already on the ground when he is punched repeatedly. Dr. Clayton Cowart with the Poor and Minority Justice Association says he's disappointed by the footage. Quote, if the tables were turned and there was a citizen that was beating an officer, that citizen would have been shot, Cowart said. Cowart told Aid on Your Side his office has filed a complaint with the Lakeland Police Department due to the video. These officers have issues and it needs to be dealt with. They don't need to be on the streets, he said. One concern Cowart has is that other officers didn't step in when the unnamed officer went for a second round of punches. What I'm concerned about is the gentleman seems to be comfortable doing this around other officers. There are officers there that should have brought him in check, Cowart said. Aid on your side wanted to see the entire incident from the beginning, so he asked Lakeland Police if body camera footage was available. The agency responded, saying those officers weren't equipped with cameras. Terry Coney with the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People of Lakeland said he wished video from the entire incident was available to understand how things escalated. Quote, the video we saw was that final snippet and from that portion it really gives a bad view of that incident. Next up is a piece published at HindustanTimes.com. The Mandia police detained at least 25 farmers on their 50th day of their protest on Wednesday after they sprinkled blood on the statue of Karnataka Chief Minister Bazavaraja Bomai. Quote, The police did not arrest the farmers. We detained them as a preventive measure and released them later, said Mandia Additional Superintendent of Police M. Venu Gopal. There is a way to protest against anybody according to the law. Sprinkling of blood is not the way. In the wake of Union Minister Amit Shah's visit, we have prevented farmers from such act, he said. The farmers who are protesting in front of the Vishweshwaraya statue are demanding a hike in the minimum support price for sugarcane and milk. Saying that the state government did not fulfill their demands, the farmers cut themselves and sprinkled their blood on Bomai's statue. Immediately, the police took the farmers away to the police 
parade grounds. Quote, the police want to disrupt the ongoing protests, so they removed the Shamiana and photos of farmers leaders from the venue. We are peacefully staging the Dharna for 50 days to press the government to fulfill our various demands, said Karnataka Rajya Raithasanga, KRRS president, Badagalapura Nagendra. We are urging the state government to fix the MSP for agricultural produce scientifically. Farmers in Misuru, Mandia, Raichur, Balari, Belagavi, and Begalkot are staging protests, but the state government is trying to disrupt the protests by using police force, he added. Union Home Minister Amit Shah is visiting Mandya on Friday to participate in a public function. Next up is a piece from thehindu.com. Upset over the inability of the authorities to streamline the erratic drinking water supply in their respective localities, Residents, mainly women, came out in large numbers in Hubali on Saturday and staged protests with empty pots. The protesting women, mainly from wards 50, 57, and 58 of Hubali Darwad Municipal Corporation, took out the protest march with empty pots from Indira Glasshouse in Hubali to Rani Chenamama Circle. They raised slogans against the Municipal Corporation and L&T Company, which has been vested with the responsibility of maintenance of the water supply. Led by the president of Vidyanagar Block Congress, Rajit Ugadamath, and other Congress leaders, the protesters staged demonstrations at the landmark Kitur Chenama Circle, addressing protesters. Mr. Raja lambasted former Chief Minister Jagadish Shatar municipal authorities, and the officials of LNT for their inability to handle the situation and take corrective measures. He also warned of intensifying the agitation if no corrective measures were taken immediately. Mr. Rajat alleged he was pressurized to withdraw the protest over the water supply and was also threatened that a case would be registered against him if he went ahead with the protest at Kitter Chenamama Circle. He said that the ruling party was misusing government machinery to prevent the protest and that seeking their rights had become a crime under the BJP rule. And finally, for this episode, a piece published at republicworld.com. This one written by Diksha Sharma. Activists from the environmental group Last Generation targeted the exterior of the Italian Senate building in Rome on Monday, vandalizing the structure with orange spray paint. According to Sputnik, five members of the group were detained by authorities. Justifying the disruptive incident, activists said in a statement that, quote, the desperation caused by the increasingly alarming statistics of a climate collapse that has already begun prompted them to commit the act. The act was condemned by Senate President Ignazio La Russa, who said that he had convened a meeting with the governing council of the Parliament's upper house on Tuesday to look into the matter. However, this isn't the first time that the Germany-based group has resorted to disrupting and vandalizing public spaces. Earlier in November, several members of the group caused a temporary halt in flight operations at the Brandenburg Airport in Berlin by gluing themselves to the tarmac. As per the Berlin police, quote, Several people 
were spotted accessing the restricted area of the airport on November 24. Among the activists was a 70-year-old man who joined the group in urging people not to travel via air, demanding the government to not subsidize it. Airplanes are no mean of transportation for common people. 80% of people never, ever went anywhere by plane, Last Generation said in a statement on its Twitter handle. Quote, Supporters of the Last Generation are currently blocking the runway of BER. Some are glued to the asphalt. Others ride their bikes across the shunting area, bringing air traffic to a standstill, it added. As the new year begins, Last Generation took to Twitter and shared its plans for 2023. Quote, In 2023, the last generation will end the government's lawbreaking by any peaceful means, the group wrote, along with an image of two of its members sitting on a pavement with banners. If you want to check out back episodes of People Are Revolting, just go to peoplearerevolting.com. You can also follow on Twitter at People Revolting. Keep revolting. And thanks for listening. still got it going on the people are revolting i think you just nailed it